Hey everyone, welcome back to Slides Golf Talk. We're now entering a new 2023 golf season. And in this episode, I would like to discuss preparing for the season, making sure your health is up to par, um, buying new golf equipment. Hopefully after we touch on these things, you'll be able to go out there and enjoy the game, have a great time with your friends. Um, I just want to give you guys some advice that hopefully will help you this year. Um, we'll start with um, preparing for the new golf season. It's 2023. Um, as well as what I know we're looking, this is the time of the year when new equipment comes out. So first, uh, let's talk about being physically able to play the game. Um, you know, when it comes down to golf, you have to make sure that you're flexible and that you stretch. Uh, most golfers, uh, when they get up in age, um, we experience back pains or back issues. Um, a lot of people don't realize that the golf swing is very violent and it can take its toll on your body. It can cause things like slip uh, disc or, or herniated disc, or you can get bursitis from overuse. You can get tennis elbow. Um, there's a lot of injuries that can come with the golf swing. Um, and a lot of the golfers, I know you're aware of it. So we just have to make sure that we're physically prepared for that. Make sure that you're like physically fit to play the game. You won't hear this enough, especially for uh, you know the the older golfers. Um, it seems like every year I either hear someone had a stroke or a heart attack while they're out there playing the game. You know, because we love the game, um, we like to play it, and there's like I say, there's a lot of older golfers out there. Uh, make sure that you're physically able to go out there and play the game just you know it's an outdoor sport if you're a walker um it can take its toll on your body there's a lot of you know uh tough terrains we have to traverse over um so i would suggest that if you're pretty high up there in age not just if you're higher on age just anyone um you know make sure you schedule a physical before the season starts um, make sure your heart is in um, the perfect condition to play the game just to make sure that you're you know at top of your health before you go out there and indulge in the game of golf it's not it's not football it's not basketball but like I say every year you know I, I get some news about someone either passing out or passing away or injuring themselves on the course so uh, I guess the first thing I would say is um, schedule a physical before the season. We don't hear that enough. I don't hear a lot of people talking about that. But that's something that I'm going to suggest to my golf friends out there. Go out, schedule yourself a physical. Let your doctor know that, um, that you're a golfer. My doctor is fully aware. I have informed him that I'm a golfer and I like to play the game. So um, he has my, uh, I guess... Uh, external activities uh, logged into his files so so if I go in for some type of injury um, he can tell me if it's just a you know some injury that just came out of nowhere or since he has that knowledge that I'm a, a golfer he can um, assess better assess my situation um, from knowing that I play the game a lot so go out there and get yourself a physical um, before you go out there and enjoy the game um, the second thing I would mention after making sure that your your body is in the you know in the right shape for the game or your body is um, going to be physically up to the new season 
um, is golf equipment. Um, this is the time of year. We see a lot of commercials. Uh, I think Callaway has a new driver called the Paradigm. And I know that TaylorMade has the new uh, Stealth driver. Before you go out there and invest in those expensive golf equipment, everyone knows that a driver can go from um, $500, $600. Um, so don't just go out there and buy something because you believe the hype that it's going to improve your game or it's going to you're going to get another 20 to 50 yards out of your game if your the equipment that you have from the previous year is in good shape i would recommend keeping that um but if you one of those people that have to have the latest and you did believe the hype go into your local golf facility um, and make sure that you're fitted most of your local golf facilities have a bay that you can go in and demo some of the new clubs um, so I would suggest that you go to your local facility and try out some of those clubs before you go buy it I would do that that's what I've done in the past yeah I just go inside and I talk to the rep ask them to set me up I hit the clubs a few times and I check the numbers and if it's something that I think is gonna help my game then I'll make the purchase but other than that um, I'll just go there to check it out um, but if I don't see that much of a difference or that much of a, a gain, I don't really care too much about the distance. I hit the ball pretty good. So I'm not out there trying to be John Rahm or anyone and hit it another 45 yards or 50 yards. Um, I think I have pretty good distance now. So I don't go out and look for something for distance. But again, if you think it's going to improve your game, if it's, if it's something that, that you went out and you tested and you got fitted for, uh, have at it, go out there and get you a new golf equipment. But other than that, I would recommend um, go out and perfecting the clubs that you currently have in your bag. A lot of people don't think that way. Um, you have these irons in your bag that you played with for the last two years. You know exactly the distance on those irons. You know how it's going to react to your to your specific swing. Um, so you already have a lot of knowledge of the club and your swing for the for season so it was up to you if you want to go out there and have to reset that I think as amateurs we don't realize how much that hinders our game um, you go out there and buy yourself a brand new set of irons a brand new driver a brand new putter and you go out and play the game and you come back and said I can't believe I just scored or played the worst game that I played in a long time and part of the reason for that is that you went out and and revamped your system. Uh, you went out and bought some equipment that you didn't need. Um, you was watching a golf channel one day or something and you saw these clubs and and it got you hyped up and you went out and bought them and now you have to reset. And most of the time when we do that, what happens guys? And you guys are golfers, I know the answer to this. What happens when we do that? Most of the time we don't see the numbers that we expected to see or we're not hitting those clubs um, as good as we were hitting the previous clubs. So what do we normally do? Uh, we usually revert back to our old clubs. And while our, our game is back, we're hitting the ball perfectly, uh, we're scoring better, and we end up putting our old clubs back in the bag for the rest of the season. So now your old clubs are back in the bag, and you have a lot of new equipment um, sitting off to the side. And <laughs> I'm speaking from experience, uh, that's why I can, even, I can say this. 
Um, I think I have a new driver downstairs that's been sitting there for two years. I think I hit it a few times, but I revert back to my old driver. And it wasn't because I believed the hype and decided I wanted to go get a new driver. Um, I had some gift cards left over from winning golf tournaments, so I got a new driver. Um, but the one that I currently play with was actually a gift from my wife, so it's hard for me to let that go. Um, I'm seeing the same numbers from both drivers, but I just, I'm just going to continue to play with this one for a while. I'm happy with it, and I don't feel the need to go out there and buy the new Callaway Paradigm. Um, even though John Rom said it's a great driver, I saw he came back and won the tournament in Hawaii last week with it. I'm not that guy that said, oh, I have to go get that because John Rom just won a tournament with it. I'm sticking with the driver that I have, and that's the driver that I'll take into my 2023 season. So I'm just saying this, guys, to save your $600 or $1,000 or $2,000 instead of buying a new set of clubs or a new driver. Um, take that money and invest it in something else. Uh, maybe a golf trip or something to that nature. Or just give it to your wife so she can go shopping. Um, save your money. Don't go out there and believe the hype unless you truly need a set of irons. I've been playing with guys that I see that had irons from 20, 30, 40 years ago. And, um, you know, in, in that case, sometimes I do uh, try to encourage them to at least look into a new set of irons and not if they're hitting that well I'm like you play what you play with what you know what you're successful with but if um, I think they can probably benefit from getting a new set I, I would suggest those guys that had clubs hitting in the back that's 20 30 40 years old um, and I'm only saying that because of technology not because of looks or design um, the technology with today's club and if you're playing clubs 20, 30, 40 years old, um, you're, you're kind of going to be falling behind eight ball as, uh, as far as, and if you're a competitive golfer and you're playing against other golfers, um, you're going to be putting yourself behind the eight ball. You're, they're going to be, to me, I think you'll be at, at a disadvantage. Um, and I know, you know, a lot of steadfast golfers will be out there and say, hey, it's not the clubs, you know, like I say, it's not the, it's not the clubs, it's the person that's swinging the club. Um, and, but in those cases, just, just my opinion, I think that if you have clubs that's 20, 30, 40 years old um, and you're playing competitive golf, I think you're at a disadvantage um, because of uh, you know the way they make these clubs nowadays. Um, we're playing the same ball, so I can't say the ball's hotter for someone else other than than the person that you're playing against. So in that aspect, you're, you know, you're on the same field, but when it comes down to equipment, golf equipment, um, if they're playing the latest and then you're playing with something that old, um, to me, I think you couldn't be at a disadvantage. Um, again, that's just my personal opinion. Some people don't feel that way, but I would at least look into it. Um, you know, I could say go to the, you know, your, your local facility and hit some of the new irons or new woods or hybrids um, and if you're not hitting your two iron or three iron or four iron, you know, as good as you think you should, um, again, switch over to some hybrid clubs, probably two, three, four hybrid, um, and you'll probably see the advantages that I'm, I'm speaking of as it relates to you playing your old two iron and you're struggling somewhat hitting your irons and, you know, the guy next to you that you're competing against is hitting 
um, some forgivable type hybrid clubs or irons um, that's giving them the advantage. Um, and maybe you're not the same golfer that you that you were uh, 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, um, and and you just not at the. You probably were able to hit blades when you were younger, or you probably would have hit um, you know pro type clubs. Um, but as we get older, um, I know in our mind, you know, we feel that, I hope you guys can't hear this airplane. You probably can. I'm, you know, I don't live far from an, air, from an airport. Um, but as I was saying, um, if, you're, if you were hitting those blades when you were a younger golfer and you're struggling with, with hitting them pure or hitting them to the same distance or you feel like you lost a lot of distance, trying to hit those blades or those pro clubs. Um, you might want to get something a little more forgivable um, and more suitable for your, your game as it is now. Um, I think by doing that, um, you're not relenting to um, old age. You're just accepting the fact that, that as we change and our body change, um, sometimes equipment has to change so that we can continue to enjoy the game. So I would look into it. Um, in that case, other than that, as I stated earlier, if you feel you need to buy clubs just because you saw the hype on television um, and you bought clubs over the last few years, um, save your money, keep it in your pocket and um, just continue to play what's in your bag now and, and just go to the range and perfect perfect those clubs. You, you, so you're already at an advantage for the new season because you've been playing them in the previous season. So you know what, how far you can hit them and what, how, you, how the clubs are going to react to your swing. I think that's all I want to touch on as far as golf equipment. Uh, I stated some of those things in previous podcasts over the last few years. I think this time I would like to also bring up practice habits. Uh, that will be the next topic for preparing for the 2023 season. Um, you go out there and you go out there cold, probably haven't been playing. And you know your mindset is I'm going to just pick up where I left off the last season, and my game isn't going to change much. Well, even the professionals before they go and play a tournament, they go to the range, or they practice that week, or they get they get to the course a week before the tournament and play that course. So uh, the same thing would definitely apply to us amateur golfers. Make sure that you go out and you practice. Yeah, I don't have you know to be every day. Uh, I don't really like going to the range, to be honest with you. But um, make sure that you get some range time, man. Don't go out there just to smack the ball around. Write down the distance for every club that you're swinging in your bag. Take the time and write down every distance for the clubs that you have. It'll believe me, it'll 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 suit you um, when you're on the golf course. It's amazing how much knowledge you'll get from the range if you take the time to actually take notes um, when you go to the range instead of just going out and hitting balls and say, oh, I hit it good, and then go get in the car and go home. You know, um, I have my cell phone right next to me in the bay, and I'll hit a ball, and then I'll pick up my pad and type how far the ball went, what was the ball flight or shape of the shot. Um, and again, I can say the distance um, with the ball position in my stance before I made the swing. See, all those things, you know, we don't pay attention to enough. But uh, every year I, I, I do that. I go to the range and I jot down that information. 
and that helps me through the season. Uh, when I get a distance, I, can, I just grab the club. I don't have to think about it. I already know which club I'm going to hit. As soon as I get to the shot and I say, okay, it's 135, okay, that's my gap wedge. The flag's on the right, on the left. Um, I, I hit a slight draw. I can hit a wide draw. Sometimes my friends make fun of that. If the flag's on the left side, I know I'm going to aim the ball on the right side and draw it in. And if it's on the left side, um, I'll play a cut shot. I don't want to call it a fade. I'll, I'll cut the ball slightly. Um, but I practice that at the range. And it's amazing how a lot of amateurs are like, oh, that was luck. You didn't mean to do that. Oh, yes, I really did mean to do that. That's something that I practice. So make sure that you go to the range and you practice your shots, your shot shapes, your, your distance, um, your ball position, your hand position on the club. All of those, all those things specific to your swing, you need to note that um, on your iPad or on your phone when you go to the range. Don't just go to the range and smack balls around. Take that time and note every step, every shot, every club. Like I said, I can tell you off the top of my head which club I'll pull out for what distance. If it's between 60 yards or 90 yards, I'll hit a lob wedge. If it's between 95 yards to about 117, then I'll hit a sand wedge. If it's between like 118 to 134, I'll hit a gap wedge. If I hit between 135 and 148, I'll hit a pigeon wedge. But of course, there are some external factors that you have to consider. Um, temperature outside, um, whether the wind's blowing into you or away from you. Um, so with those things, you would have to make adjustments to which clubs you're gonna use. Um, but I, again, I try to know the distance of most of my clubs so that I can make a better decision as to what club to hit um, in certain situations. So with that said, I would just note, make sure that you record your distance for each club that you have in your bag. So map out your plan um, for the season as far as practice, your practice habits. Go to the range, take good notes. I mean, if you care about your game that much, take good notes. Don't go out there and just get a, two buckets of ball and hit ball for an hour, an hour and a half and say, oh, I did, a, I did some good work today. Because if I was your trainer, uh, as soon as you come out for that range, I'd be like, what have you learned? How far are you hitting this club? What did, what's the shop shape on this club? If you said, uh, I don't know, I just was out hitting balls, then you didn't learn anything. You just wasted an hour and a half. You just wasted two hours. So again, to prepare for this season, make sure you truly prepare. Go out there and make sure that you're that you're taking great notes. And that's all about the swinging and equipment. Short game, you have to work on your short game. And you're gonna say, oh, well, you just talked about that hit the range. No, you're gonna hit your short irons on the range, but that's not specifically your short game training. To me, when I say short game training, um, that's chipping, that's putting as well. You also have to practice your bunker shots so that you can get up and down and save par or save bogey. And you have to practice with your wedges. 
hitting your getting your distance down in your wedges, but not just getting your distance, but knowing how to play those shots. That's one of the toughest shots in golf is that 60 yard shot. So you have to make a decision when you're 60 yards out. Am I gonna get a 60 degree wedge and do a three quarter swing and just flop it up in the air and just get it on the green? But what, what if it's windy outside and the wind is coming into you? Will you still play that same shot? No. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to jump up on the, with the wedges. You're gonna have to decide whether I wanna go with my gap wedge or my pitching wedge and then I wanna chip this on the green into the wind. Hopefully it kinda of depends on the texture or if there's a false lip or anything. Do I wanna chip it in the front of the green, let it roll up on the to the green, or do I wanna chip it all the way to the green? How high do you wanna chip it? So it can land soft, or how low do you wanna keep it so it can land and then roll to the flag? All of those decisions have to be made when you start thinking short game. To me, that's that's the fun part of the game. That's the real fun part is having to think how am I gonna use my utilize my short game to get up and down or to get to where I can make a par or a birdie. So a lot of time if I don't hit a good drive, the first thing I say to myself is just get it somewhere near the green. So I can try to get up and down. That's the fun part. But if you don't have confidence in your short game, that's not what you're thinking. You can be 200 yards out and you're gonna say, well, let's just say you're 250 yards out, you're gonna say, I have to get it on the green. I have to get it on the green. And you're not just a clear shot from the fairway. I'm saying you're, you can be in the rough, you can be behind some trees. I have to get it on the green. I'm 250 yards out, I gotta get it around this tree and then some kind of way cut it or, or draw it through these trees and then get it on the green. Now that's a tough shot for a professional. What makes you think that you can do that? And I'm not doubting anyone's skills. You probably can. But wouldn't it be easier if you had a confident short game just to hit somewhere close and get up and down and save par? Or get a birdie if it's a par five? All those things you have to think about when you're plotting around the course, course management. Next thing we talk about here is course management. So you got your you got your physical, you're healthy, ready for the season, everything's tip top shape, you got good news from the doctor. You out there, you clean your old clubs, or if you're like I say, 20, 30, 40 years in the bag, you went out and got you some clubs and got um you know, you got you got them fitted for you. So you're confident that you know how you're gonna hit these new clubs, or you're gonna stick with the clubs that you already have knowledge on. Then you're gonna go to the range and practice with these clubs. Write down, take your notes, make sure that everything is in order. You know the specs. You know you know your swing. You know the distance. You know the draw. You know the fade. You worked on your short game. I would say work on your short game a lot more than you go to the range. It's up to you how you can fit that in. We all have jobs. But if you get off work and you just want to go, let's do me go practice on a short game. You go drop some balls in the bunker. Hit it hit out of there a few times. See how I played that bunker shot. That's all part of the short game. 
Let me see. Let me drop some balls around the green and chip it. See how it rolls. See how, you know, do I have the ball back in my stance? And chipping it low. Do I have it in the middle of my stance? Flops, flopping it a little bit. Let it land and roll. You know, if I am, am I hitting a pure 60 up in the air? Do I have to flop it over a bunker? Do I have to flop it over some water onto the green? You have so much confidence in that. When you get in that position that you'll be able to execute that particular shot. Oh, that's something that you have to prepare for for your new 2023 season. Getting your golf game together. Making sure your equipment is in line. Making sure your health is on point. I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. I'm going to try to do better. <laughs> I'm try to do more podcasts, uh, more episodes for 2023. Again, I want to thank you guys for listening to Sly's Golf Talk. Go out there. Enjoy the new season. Um, you guys can email me at Talk at gmail.com I'm looking forward to hearing from you this season tell me some things that you would like topics that you would like me to discuss I want to try to have more guests this year so again thank you guys for listening to Slides Golf Talk and I'll be back again next week take care everyone